such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 58. Got a full crew here tonight, me and Kyle and Bunner. What's up, as guys? Usual. What up? We always try our best to have us a driver, and we got a special guest tonight. Driver of the 98 Midwest Satellite Non-Wing Sprint Car out of Jasonville, Indiana, Brandon Morin. Brandon Morin. What's going on, dude? Oh, nothing. Just uh, sitting here having a cold wind. Hanging out. Yeah? Got a, got a beer cracker now? I do, yeah. Oh. Um, Nick Ultra tonight. Nice. Uh, I'm over here at Mama Dad, so uh, that's the only thing in the fridge. Had, so, to, yeah. had to raid Dad's fridge. Hey. That's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. What, what's Again. the reason to do it over <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers, you know. Yeah. You want a that's beer right. and it's there, you got to take it. Hey, uh, anything cold and free is good. Right. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I will say I draw the line at Miller Lite or Coors Light. I don't do that. But I mean, I will well, if I have Miller to. Light? Did you I'm say not, draw on the line at Miller Lite? I don't like Miller Lite. <laughs> oh, man. I better not tell Dad. Uh-oh. <laughs> you what? <laughs> so I better not tell Dad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him. But uh, I'm sipping on a Natty Pineapple. Charlie, what do you got? <clears throat> lemonade? I got a lemonade. From Ryan Geist out of Cincinnati, Ohio. And well, I got I got a couple different things here. I've been doing some Sierra Nevada wild little things and some Bud Light lemonade, and I got a Bush Light crack too. So, I oh my, yeah, I got a plethora of beer in front of me that I'm just working yeah. on. Heck yeah, I'd like yeah. to change up the taste a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I always got a mixed bag in my cooler on the variety. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I understand that. Whenever we go to Hopstock, man, um, always look for Greg Rocket down there. Yeah, he. Uh, he always brings me summer shanties after the race. Nice. nice. Oh yeah, it's like the secret pleasure. <laughs> Those are really good. I bet. I bet mm-hmm. a nice cold beer after a night of racing is uh, superb. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even on the nights that are terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. And probably even better than you be might better want. Those nights. Yeah. <laughs> might want a couple more. Yeah. That's right. You're trying to forget everything. <laughs> so, uh, what's been going on lately? Uh, a few races here and there. You've been hitting. Uh, Anything, anything going on? Yeah, we uh, we've been um, we've been kind of hit and miss here lately. I mean, uh, uh, over the last couple of years, after we had um, had our kids, and you know things starts changing. So we uh, we've been trying to hit you know fifteen to twenty shows a year, and this year it's it's like um, well, how do I want to describe it? It's like a uh, it's like a movie. It's really good, and then it like goes really bad in the middle. Yeah, and then then it kind of starts picking up, and then it goes bad again. Um, like last night at Putnamville, we uh, I looked and I was like, "Oh man, the track's gonna be really good for us. We got a really good group." And uh, go out there for qualifying, and had a really good lap going, and then all of a sudden, here comes scoring dropping out of the tree. And didn't even you're driving all over the racetrack, didn't get by. Huh. I thought, oh, no, no, man. And ended up qualifying seven. So last night the track was actually still pretty fast in the heat race. And couldn't go nowhere. Ended up six in the heat race. Started in the B main. We drove up and won that. And I was like, okay, good. I know exactly what the car needed. Go out there for the feature. I was like, oh, definitely didn't know what the car needed. Man, this God. We just, we just basically just put the reverse wide on and just back out. <laughs> and coming out there for us tonight, and I'm definitely uh, glad to get out of there. I, every time that we go to Putnamville, 
I always leave with the same mental note. I fucking hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy because we, that, have, we have so many people that say they like it. I have never been good there. I, I mean, there's been probably one or two times where I've been like, oh, man, we finally found something. And then we go there the next week and do the exact same thing, and I am just terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's never the same uh, it's a different week after week from what we the, the common uh, theme there for... What, yeah. we've, what we've heard anyway and seen, but yeah, and my dad was the same way. Whenever he used to race modified there, he's like, I could not ever get this get this race track down. I'm like, well, at least I'm not the only one. Right. It does change. It changes week to week every time. We were up at Lincoln Park I, in May. May, and that was probably one of the best of ever best times I've ever seen Lincoln Park just be smooth and no ruts. And I mean, it was a good track that night. And then a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. it was like a piece of shit. It did get a little rut. In uh, turn three that night to during hot yeah. laps, but it yeah. worked itself out. It was smooth yeah. as shit. Mm-hmm. I think the sprint. Yeah, I feel like that place. That place always has rough going in the corner, no matter yeah. what you do to it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because like the drainage system there or where the water pools up. Yeah, it's crazy. The sprint week race, I think, was maybe the best I've ever seen it. I, I wasn't there, but I saw it on TV, and because they got that rain right at the end of qualifying, and mm-hmm. it was juiced up, ready to go. Yeah. Oh god. That, but and everybody bitched about that, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I had to qualify. Well, yeah, because they had three cars left. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how it goes, man. You know, you know the name of the game. Yeah, hey, I know. But <clears throat> what about uh? I think you were you at Bloomington last week or uh, Cass City? Yeah, uh, we went last week, first Friday. Um, we we uh, went out there for qualifying. Uh, I think I'm trying to remember where I qualified. I think I qualified. For fourth, I think, or whatever. Yes, yeah, so and uh, just drove right out, and the thing wasn't that great. And well, in the heat race, I mean, ended up uh, third or fourth. I can't remember. And then we started fifteenth, uh, and ended up right around there. But hell, the track was like if I've ever seen Bloomington probably in the last well since the last I've been racing stunt cars for almost twelve years. So yeah. Yeah. It's about, this is like, a, I mean, it was as black as the asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So what about um, Red Hill? You were there for that, weren't you? How was that shit show? Well, now I'll tell you this. Um, I think that racetrack has so much potential. It's the perfect location, and they got tons of, I mean, really good grandstand and enough space for a lot of people. Uh, but man, we pulled in the pits, it's like a goddamn Baja track back there. <laughs> it was up and down. And whenever we went and looked at the racetrack, I was like, man, this, it's not really, I mean, it was wet, but you know, it wasn't like a Kokomo wet or a hot spot. You know? Sure. Like, so I was like, well, maybe it won't be too bad, you know, maybe maybe there's some moisture down in the uh, we went and bought a brand new right retire, you know, fuck it. And um, <laughs> put that thing on and went out there for four laps and that baby was gone. Oh, I was like, like that's like that he was like, that maybe that three hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm like, man, I mean but it was so the reason it was so abrasive, I mean, it was dry 
but there were so many rocks in there. I mean, like, the first half of the feature, I got smoked with, like, a probably a three, no, not really three, but that's how big it looked when it smoked me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think that's the reason it was so abrasive. And, but I wanted to run there at least once because that was where my dad won his last feature at. I thought, oh, how cool would that be? Sure. Race there, you know, and it ended up being that way, but it ended up being like a $1,500 yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Not cheap. That, that, that's the going rate, I think, for everybody there that was there, I believe. But uh, Except for the Davis brothers, they were probably like 4000 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was a couple nasty ones there, I believe, Rex. I think Aiken took a bad tumble there. He was leading. Oh, yeah, he did. I, I went over and talked to him and. He's like, man, I went into the corner, about to go in the hole, and he hit it just right, and his flare went right to the ground, and I was like, damn, man. And his whole, like, the down tubes were fucked up, the frame, you know, all the frames were on the I was like, God, man, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. He, I mean, he's like me now. He doesn't get a run of that because of farming and working and stuff. And, and like, you know, I mean, you hate to see that for anybody, but you definitely hate to see that for somebody that works so hard to yeah yeah for sure well i did see they canceled the other races there so i guess maybe they can do some work on it and come yeah, back I hope, come back I mean, next I really year so. like i said i think it has so much potential yeah i mean just because it's i mean it's a, I mean, it's a pretty big track i mean i think it's more of a late model track and spent cars here and there, but yeah i think that track has a really good really good potential but i mean with it taking <laughs> taking tires right off the rim i mean it's just it's hard to to go there yeah for sure it it just sit for so long it's going to take hopefully they can get it quicker but you might think two or three years before it can get maybe yeah worked out even if they could even last that long you know what i mean because yeah. people yeah. are going to be like well look at it's just ripping the tires off why we're going to keep going exactly just an expensive I, expensive trip every time you go you don't want to go there yeah i mean i applaud the guy too he's trying you can tell he's trying and I feel like he doesn't he doesn't know everything. I mean, nobody knows everything, but people that have been in the block know what to do and he's trying to learn how to do it. Yeah, so yeah. Hopefully you'd, he gets there. You'd think he'd have somebody else come in and give him a couple pointers. I'm I'm sure he's talking he to promotes, people. He promotes Wayne City, Wayne County. Okay, does he? Too. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is like a fifth mile. Yeah. <laughs> that's a still. tiny track. And they mm-hmm. only run midgets and quarter micros midgets and, and micros that. on there, so Yep. But uh, hopefully they get it figured out. So you said you've been racing for what twelve years? Uh, I've been racing sprint cars. Actually, it's been it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, so it's been ten, ten to eleventh year. I don't know how to count that. <laughs> yeah. So so did you jump right into sprint cars, or did you where'd you start? No, we got we started. My my story's kind of funny. So uh, my uh, grandma and grandpa, my mom and my mom's mom and dad, they grew up with Kenny and Reeve Irwin, which is Kenny Irwin Junior's parents. Yep. And yep. Um, that's kind of how, I mean, my dad wa- grew up watching uh, NASCAR, you know, but wasn't like, you know, oh, we're going to race. We're gonna, you know, we're race. Um, but whenever he got with my mom, you know, he kind of got into that dirt track racing aspect with Kenny because Kenny was running, you know, midgets and sprint cars and silver crown in the 90s, and that's when my mom and dad got together. And um, so that's kind of where he he kind of grew into liking dirt track racing and then uh he started racing uh four cylinders uh around here like uh, bakersfield over here in linton that's where he started in sullivan 
and that's where he started. And whenever I turned five, whenever I was born, he looked over at my uh, my papa Jerry and he said, "We're going to go in half on a quarter midget when he's five years old." I'm five years old, and I get up and get my first quarter midget, and that's that's really how it started. We started we raced uh, from 2001 uh, to 2008 in quarter midgets. We ran all over uh, the tri-state area. Basically, we we've, we've kind of stayed. We never really traveled too far. Uh, we don't like my dad doesn't like to travel. How about that? I love traveling, <laughs> but I get it. You know, it's expensive, and I mean, he he does a lot of that. I mean, he he puts yeah. everything, and I'm very happy for that. But yeah. he uh, he doesn't like traveling, and that's fine. Um, but then we went to uh, we went, moved up to a 600 mini sprint, and uh, Bakersfield was still open, and that's only a 10 minute drive for me. So I first time I ran every Friday night for three years. Sometimes we'd go up north to Logansport or Peru or go to Illinois and then Charleston or Southern Illinois or something like that. And then uh, one day he brought in there because he told me, he said, you'll never race a sprint car. They're too dangerous. You know, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> and uh, and whenever uh, he invited me, he's like, here's the ad for the uh, mini sprint. And he said, we'll trade for a sprint car or modified. I thought, oh, there's you know, there's a, chance, there's a chance. There's a slam chance yeah. that we're going to run a sprint car. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. That's right. There's a little chance. And uh, we got to, we ended up going down to Hopspot one night. And we got rained out. We were on our way. I can't remember. We got to Somewhere over in Illinois. We got rained out. Hopspot was still running. And uh, we, we went up and sat in the stands. And uh, his dad was drinking. He was having a good time, right? <laughs> This modified pulled out there. It wasn't. It wasn't the greatest looking modified. It was an all black color. Had tape numbers. It said for sale inside of it. He said if that car wins or finishes in the top three tonight, I'll go down there and I'll give him a thousand dollars and tell him I'll give him the rest next week. First half of that feature, he spun out. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that was like, all right, thank God. <laughs> and then we you know, after two thousand. Uh, It'd be 11. 11 we uh, sold the micro, and uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Drew Eichert or not. He's from Bloomington, or Mitch, uh, Orleans, Orleans. Um, we bought our first sprint car off of him in 2012, and since that. Oh, yeah. So, so you grew up around race cars, and now, now we hear that this is, you're going to put your kids in race cars then, huh? Don't tell my wife. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's actually all for it, which is funny because um, whenever we first got together, you know, she was all about racing, right? She, you know, she was like going all times, the same time. And whenever we had her daughter Emberlyn, she she started backing off, and then then we had Kaiser, and then it really backed off to maybe once a year. And she's like, I don't really like her, you know. But and I get it now because I'm not home with them. I'm not. They're not going. And then I brought up, you know, getting the kids in, you know, he's like, well, yeah, perfectly fine because we'll all be together. I'm like, okay. So sure. if, that's, if that's what we got to do, that's okay. And I did tell her when we first got together, or when we first got together, I said, I'm not racing for a living whenever one of them's five years old. I'll quit. I mean, because by whenever they get five years old, you're putting them in everything anyway, you know, such as baseball or cheerleading. Or, yeah. You know, so, whatever. I mean, you're, you're busy anyway. So, 
all right. And then, you know, last year she's like, you know what, let's just, we'll, we'll put them in uh, quarter midgets like you did, and we'll have fun, we'll see where it goes. And I was like, all right, works for me. Yeah. Can, can we get that on paper? Yeah. <laughs> did you get it on paper? I did not. Not yet. I did not. Now, you, guess but, you still got a little bit of time. That's right, yeah, I can uh, so once once that happens, are you going to uh, um, keep racing here and there yourself, or are you just going to hang it up and just focus on them racing? No, I think I'm just. I mean, I think we're just going to hang it all up. You know, I mean, um, would I like to continue racing? I mean, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get that feeling elsewhere. I mean, it's like. I mean, it's like cocaine. Right? You can't stop. <laughs> yep. <And>, but <laughs> but I think honestly, I think I'll have more fun trying to make them guys sure because i'm tired of i'm tired of the one getting mad at myself yeah, you'd rather just <laughs> get mad at them <laughs> you'd rather get mad at them shift gears not my fault i, I did everything that's i could right. for you <laughs> that's, that's right. I, can't wait to I didn't have no breaks well <laughs> speaking of no breaks which leads into when we talked to you that's when you told us that uh Bloomington for Sprint Week, I saw you there and uh, told us that you're hanging it up maybe and uh, running the, the quarter midgets. So you going to be running at Terre Haute? Maybe. Yeah, we're going to run Yep, we're gonna run Terre Haute. That's a nice facility uh, there, uh, the oh, quarter yeah, midget I mean, association. It, it does not be the old the old place where I grew up racing. Okay. Um, just because, you know, like in college, I mean, everybody, everybody who was anybody raced there whenever you want. Was it at Terre Haute but, still or was it somewhere else? Yeah, it was over on uh, 13th Street on the on the east side of town. Okay. Okay. Um, it's it's really it's close to where the new one is, probably like a mile or two miles away from it. But gotcha. it's still it's not the same, right? You know, you grew up yeah. racing there, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to get my kids here, and things yeah. happen, and you can't do that. But yeah, is that out near where they're building the casino? Mm, no. Uh, yeah, kind of close. on the way. Start yeah. off seventy. You can see it off seventy. Uh, okay. Yeah. But uh, speaking of no breaks. How was the ride at uh, Bloomington when you uh, went off turn four? That was pretty. <laughs> well, you know, so what? you lost your brakes, right? For midget right. Week, during midget week. Yeah, that race. I've been to the amusement park in a long time, so I felt like taking a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> that's no man. I, yeah, you pretty I much nailed that turn, one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I went into turn one and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I ain't got no brakes, <laughs> and, and I was like, "I can't get off the top." I mean. I'm too fast, and I went in there, and I went to set the car, and I just missed it completely. You know, I'm, I'm luckily that I didn't flip going off the track like that, or or, or hitting anything yeah. else. Yeah, hell, I was heading straight for the ambulance. Yeah, that's what I because I stood up, and I, I was like, oh, what's he gonna hit? But uh, luckily, nothing happened. But uh, other than you had to than, just feel funky as fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was man, and that happened. That happened. Uh, the week before, or this past week at Bloomington too, we after our gas city flip, we uh, had to completely switch cars. Well, we took the power steering apart, you know, was checking it all. Well, somehow it got air, and I went to turn three, the first lap qualifying last week, and the car wouldn't turn. I was like, oh shit! Like I'm going, straight. I just went straight off the next truck. I'm like, God damn man. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. We spent all week doing this, and, and that's what happened. First damn lap. Come on, man. damn it! But 
no turn four uh, hill that time, I guess. No turn four hill. Went straight yeah. off and just stopped. And then <laughs> I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start it up and I'm going to just keep zigzagging back and forth. And then, <laughs> there, and turn this and then yeah, it was. Yeah. We're like, uh, we're the, you can call us the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Um, so what's your, what's your biggest win? Your biggest race? Uh, my, my biggest win, I mean, uh, in street cars, I mean, I've won a pair of it three times. I mean, um, but I've never been able to accomplish that in any, any place else. I've been close, but I've never been able to accomplish it. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest, I'm going to say my biggest feat that I've ever accomplished in street car racing. It was finishing third at Hopstot in 2017. Hell yeah. And uh, I was racing the Brady Short and Carson Short beat me. And that was one of the funnest races I ever had in a sprint car. Um, but the, see, that was, in 2017, I feel like I probably would have won a couple more at different places because we were rolling. I mean, we were, we were clicking them off. I mean, second, third. Four, you know, in top five, top three, and then uh, July seventh of 2017, we had our big shot fire, ah. mm-hmm. and we lost everything. And finally, you know, it was after we got everything kind of rebuilt in 2018. We got a motor, and then we went and rebuilt it in 2019, and it just kept blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. I mean, we blew we blew it up three times. And my dad's like, I'm done. We're done for the year. I can't, I can't do it anymore. That's too much money into it. And um, Ray, I don't know if you know uh, Randy Johnson from Paragon. He, uh, he's like, hey, I got a car, uh, a dash sled motor. And it's not the, he said on his message, he said, it's not the best thing in the world. It's an older Maxim, you know. But maybe we can go out and have some fun. I'm like, you know what, Randy, let's do it, you know. And, um, uh, so we started racing together about towards the end of 2019, and uh, we just ran Paragon, Putnamville, every once in a while, and we were just having fun. And that's whenever it was, that's whenever I kind of realized, like, hey, don't be so serious about it. You know, just have fun, go out there, and some time. And uh, we clicked off a win with him, and that was pretty fun, you know, watching him celebrate a yeah. win that he, you know, it's been a while since he's done it, you know, and, um, we raced for a while. We raced until about the middle of 2020 with him, and uh, we were still going with our car in 2020 because, well, hell, we didn't even start racing right until May. <laughs> uh, but we got we started renting a motor off of Daytona in 2020 for our car, and we'd run, you know, uh, the bigger shows, USAC shows, and the CSS, things like that. And then he'd run some parody stuff, and then he's like, you know what, I kind of just want to drop out for a little while then he got the car and then then I got back in it for a couple of races he's like hey I'm going to put my dad's in it and I'm like hey, that's fine no big deal you're having fun and then that's kind of just where we're at now you know then 2021 just kind of started to hit on some stuff and then here uh, at least I thought recently we started kissing on some stuff until last night and I feel like I'm just uh, a three year old t-ball practice again <laughs> Well, since you brought up Hobstot, uh, we used to see you there a lot, but not this year. Are you just staying at Bloomington, Paragon, you know, things closer to home? or? 
well, how you what, feel what, about Hobstock. Well, I'll tell you this. In 2017, I used to think the track was perfect. I was on the wall all the time. And that's when I really, I felt better running there on the top than I ever have ran, running on the bottom. And in 2020 or 18, didn't go there in 19. And 20, and basically the middle of 21, it was all on the bottom. Yep. And I could never, ever get my car up there and drive along. We used to love it. We used to party after every race at 2 3 in the morning. And then my dad's like, once we got there, we were doing terrible. He's like, we're going home. That's this. We're going home. <laughs> and um, when we went down there, I mean, I don't remember. We went down there this year. I don't know what race it was. We went down there twice, but one got rained out since we pulled in. Uh, but the other time, it started getting on the wall again. I was like, oh, here we go. And I go back to running to the middle of the top, and I'm finally having fun. And, you know, I'm passing guys that I haven't passed in a long time. And, you know, I'm asking to call me all the time. I'm looking to do to the car to get it to go. Because I blew by. You know, I'm like, finally, we're back there again. But what's ended up happening is, since my dad retired, uh, I'm kind of ice cream business that traveled around different fairs and festivals. And um, my mom and dad run one cinnamon uh, roll trailer and one ice cream trailer. Well, since he's retired, he's, his ice cream and cinnamon roll stocks have, like, doubled. Like, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's doing more of that. And we don't like racing, like, without each other. Like, he doesn't, you know, like, he doesn't go without me, and I don't really go without him anymore. Uh, he can't know that we just, we just don't love him. And that's basically why we took off all of July and getting ready to take off a couple weeks here and uh, it's hard to get down there on Saturday sometimes because either that's going on or now we got baseball going. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, was it October 7th? Is that the last race there? Eighth, I think. Eighth. Eighth. Yeah. Eighth. Harvest Cup. You will see me there. All right. That will be my last race. All right. That'll be your last race. That'll be my last one unless something comes up out of nowhere that they're going to put something the weekend or the day before, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, because what happened is our big, uh, the Covered Bridge Festival out there is a big, you know, a big thing. Yeah. That's actually pushed back a week. So it's actually like a whole three week in there. That's like, we're taking a camper down there. Everybody's going down there. We're all going to get down there. We're going to hang out until three or four in the morning. And we're going to stay there. And I'm like, all right, perfect. So, Fun. so parties at your camper after the race. That's right. Parties at... <laughs> Well, you know the parties where? Parties at the Mullen household. That's right. All right. Well, it turns out that uh, we'll have a camper there as well, and we might have to have you some uh, some tasty food maybe. We, we hey, always, there we go. We always do ribs and stuff for people. So, or if You I mean, you never know what we're going to be cooking, but usually ribs. Yeah, yeah I wish I had a bit down there. I smell that smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, that smoker was smelling good while it, it was it was, while it was, it was. rolling. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was good, man. It was. It was a lot of fun doing that. And you know, I think we hope to do it again. I don't know if we're going to do it that weekend. Actually, we talked about maybe doing it that weekend. We got to get. We got to get moving if we are. But uh, or at least put some, try to put something together. But uh, a plan at least. But <clears throat> we might be. We might have it fired up again. You never know. Yeah. Oh, that that sounds good. But we'll yeah. let you know. That sounds good. Yeah, but, uh, we'll, de- we'll, de- we'll definitely let you know and keep you on the end on that one. Uh, uh, good. Yep. Yeah. So before Charlie continues here, uh, I do have a, a quick question. What's it? What's it like being 
like I know you've never raced outside of Indiana, but you know we've had guests not on, much at least, not much maybe. at least, but we've we've had guests on the show from you know California and Australia and other places that come to Indiana. They just said, man, it's just so tough to race here with these guys. And you you came up racing in Indiana. Do you think you'd have a, had better success elsewhere, or do you think it just made you a better driver just being here? Uh, I think. Um Obviously, you think, oh, yeah, I think I could do good out in California, right? Because there's not as many tough local guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you roll into Bloomington, you know, hell, you could have Justin Grant pulling in, you know, if it's a big enough money. Yeah. But I think, if you grow up here, you grew up racing with these guys. I mean, like, I grew up racing with Tyler Courtney and sure. uh, Kale Thomas and. Uh, you know, you run, you run against these guys whenever you, you know, from five until you're 80, you know, I mean, uh, I think growing up here, it makes you, I think it makes you actually respect the history a lot more. Yeah. Because you're around it all the time. Or, you know, if we lived in Indianapolis, we'd been around it more because this is where it might not. Being down here in, you know, uh, one stop like Jasonville, you know, it's, you don't, you're not around everybody, but like Terre Haute means something to us, you know. I mean, I hate mission races at Terre Haute. We're not great there by any means, but I hate mission races there because it's so close to home. There's so much in there. Yeah. And, you know, that red, white, and blue striped wall. Oh, man, I used to love that thing as a kid. That's like so cool. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's difficult. I mean, I just, I just think people from out of town, when, when we talk to them, they just say, man, even, from usually where, where they're from like out in california or australia or wherever they're racing mm-hmm. at you know they say first through 10th they're all racing really hard and everybody but then they come here and they said 10th through 20th are racing just as hard as the people that are 10th through first yep <laughs> yeah i think i even think at any local show even uh some of the guys that aren't up to 100 percent speed i still think that like they still have potential that they could finish in the top five Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. any car that rolls into, I'm just going to say a local show. I mean, honestly, God, I could win that race. I mean, it's, just, it's hard, and it's gotten harder, I think, because in 2012, I feel like, we're not living with 17 cars. Yep. Now you go to Bloomington, and it could be 30 cars. You know, it's like there's a lot more people racing now, and it's and everybody, I feel like, is on a more even playing field yep. than what they used to be. So what would you think? What would you call your favorite track? My favorite track. All right. I got a couple different answers. I got a couple different answers. For me, my favorite track to race on them that I've been really good at is Bloomington. I feel like we go there, I don't have to worry about a lot. You know, we've been doing the same thing. Pretty easy for us to go to Bloomington. I love Terre Haute because it's 20 minutes up the road. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. Right, it's a big, fast half mile. Uh, it kind of scares you. I mean, you know, you're having to get some more. You know, even running the bottom, I mean, you're still going fast. But my favorite place to go that's only for all the people is hot stuff. I love going down there. I love seeing all my friends down there. It's just fun, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about having fun, and that's, that's where we have the most, I'm going to call it the most comedic fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you definitely see some of that. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> we have a good time. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of people that have a good time there. But <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Maybe a few too many beers drank there sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Hey, the cops come up and ask you, why aren't you drinking? I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen, I've, like seen, we, I've seen younger guys in there legit carry a 30 case of Bush Light under their arm, like a cold 30 they just bought, no cooler. They're just carrying yeah. it up into the stands. And we've seen, like, Yetis carried in, too, like, yep. two-handle, yeah, like big boys, like two people carrying yeah. it. Like, well, there, there's people that walk around the pits, like, you know, they know, like, they never, like, they've never been, like, there was a guy a couple, like, last year, came walking up, like, three or four people, they were all in Hawaiian people. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And he's like, oh, where's the bathroom at, you know? Couple posted, uh, years, you know, and I'm like, they were in the pits, <laughs> But yeah, you you never know. That's kind of like that place. I mean, there's I mean, I got so many people down there that we talk to. You know, like the Germans, Rocket, the Grease family, you know, and Blackbird. Yeah, make it fun to go down there, right? Yeah, six or seven times a year. It's a, it's definitely a unique place, Tom. The Helfrichs are on a good show down there, I think. And uh, you guys always get like ten more cars there than you get anywhere else because there's people that just race there strictly just top stop. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And it's I good know. on tires. And it's good on tires. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a Kinder Ruble kid. Yeah. Scotty never leaves there, does he? Nope. Uh, uh, Critter Malone, he races there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Predominantly. Oh, then. Yep. And there's there's a lot of people like that. The Donnie just, Brackett. Uh, yep. If it's MSCS show, um, but you don't you don't well, see yeah, him. You know, he don't touch USAC, does he? Yeah, he's. I think he still has issues, or there's a lawsuit there, or something. But he hasn't paid his fine or something for yeah. his tire deal he had a few years ago. But yeah. Yeah, um, he, he bought that new, you know, right out, right out of the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or he bought a tire new. We don't know. He bought a tire new. I don't know if it was that one. <laughs> so, so uh, maybe real. I don't know how big of a rabbit hole we got, but maybe touch on the some of the tire situ- tire doping situations we've had this year. What's and, your thoughts on that? And the shit tire situation. Yeah. Well, um, honestly, my thoughts on it. I mean, we don't know the whole story, right? We know. Yeah. Probably half of it, and um, I think if. Uh, I don't know if all the tires kept exactly the same. Like every single, t- you know, all the chemicals are the same on all three tires or four tires. Have a tire if that was the case, then it's kind of hard to say that everybody was in the room with the exact same chemical balance unless they went to the same person. And I highly doubt that Tim Boston is going to drive down to Southern Indiana where the Davis brothers are and do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, now, if they were all kind of different, you know, like this one's got three milliliters more and this one's got 25 milliliters less, then maybe, okay, hey, there's something different here. Everybody's doing something, you know. But what I heard is everything measured the same. So it kind of makes me think that there wasn't a problem. It was something in the Hoosier factory that caused a problem. Sure. Yeah. With that specific batch. I mean, and I heard that they use a different batch. If the batch number that they were putting everything to was different than what they were actually racing on, so it's kind of, you know, what I mean, it's kind of a, kind of a, it's a double-edged sword, shitty situation. Yeah, and I mean, you don't, and that kind of, you rolls. don't really know the right answer. I don't know the wrong answer. Yeah, I mean, and 
one series, looking at and said, no, you're not fucking doing that here. Yep. And then one series decided to go to three different test facilities. And I mean, if USAC wouldn't have done that, people would have bitched at him for that too. They would I have. Mean, you're not going to make everybody happy. You just can't. No. Nope. And the inconsistency um, in tires this year has been the same. So it, it it can be now believable with, you know, all the tires detreading that maybe it was yeah, an inconsistency in batches. Yeah, I mean, you usually used to see maybe once or twice a year, you see somebody post something on Facebook about a tire detreading every week. Every, yeah. every single weekend. Some multiple times it. at the same track or multiple times a weekend. Yeah. Different, like, at different yeah. tracks across the country. Yeah. But. Because they're not letting the tires cure. Yeah, that's what I heard yeah. too, yeah. So are they giving? You know, they're 100% correct. Or they're getting materials from, you know, smuggling uh, from China. You know, who knows where they're getting their stuff from? Exactly. I mean, but, you know, who knows? I, I'm not trying to be a tire expert. I just, I keep running these. Who wants to buy it? Buy it. But often four laps anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just thought we'd ask for a racer's uh, perspective. But, yeah, uh, for sure. Again, we've had, we asked a few guys, but. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. It's it is good. what it is, right? I mean, they don't care what the fuck it is. I mean, East Team, you know, I always say, like, oh, well, what is that going for? But I'm like, oh, they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get a 10, five or six years a I mean, they don't care what I have to ask. Yeah, they don't. They don't care at all. Once they have, once they have your money, that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's why. I like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like. I mean, I I enjoy running with sack I mean, but MSCS, when I was running with him, you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, it felt like a family, right? I mean, we were all together. Got to know all those people really well, and I feel like in the youth back when it's not a lot, like you know, you have like. Brandon and Matt Westfall are like best friends. You know, they travel together because I feel like everybody else is kind of out to get each other. Yep. Like, I feel like, you know, you watch like a one of that one, right? All those guys, like if David Bradley flips his dick off, everybody run, everybody's like, every crew like, goes running over there. So yeah. If that happened in the East Rock world, you would never get that. You yeah. know, probably not. Not much, anyway. <laughs> At least not not out of some camps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, when it, at Red Hill, we had a fight. DJ and some other guys from uh, the Davis Brothers, and they helped Dad get it fixed because he's the only guy with me. You know, I was like, "Hey, he doesn't anywhere else." No, no, that's and that and that's good for you guys too. Like, you guys, you guys ought to. I mean, you guys are all spending money to do it, and you want the best guys out there, so get them mm-hmm. back out there. Yep. And I, I mean, it always depends on how friendly you are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you look at the one of that one guys. It's like if somebody throws a dirty slider at him, I mean, it's like, oh yeah, we're just racing hard. Yeah. Like somebody throws a dirty slider, like, oh, fuck one, motherfucker. You know, it's like, yep. But then again, in the in in the outlaws, I think that that happens not as often as it does in the yeah. outlaws, or I guess I in USAC. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It does. They'll beat your ass if you do that in the wing race. But yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I think a big problem with the USAC is a lot of those guys run midgets. Yep. And I yeah. think that midgets back whenever we started wasn't that bad. I mean, everybody ran a short slider line. I mean, if you watch like you know all these top guys are in the same fucking line, it's a short slider line. That's why people get wrecked. They just throw it in there. Like, yep. They don't care. No, nope. no, nope, they no, don't. Like, 
Hell, I got a. I, I want to race next weekend. I don't feel like rebuilding a car. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna go in right. there and fortune somebody. But that's just how. That's just how I'm old now. I mean. But a lot of those, a lot of those midget guys too are on a uh, like a, that bought car. You know, they they they're paying to run that car throughout the year. It's not their car. Yeah, I know. Uh, daddy's my big daddy's money. Yeah, big daddy, <laughs> yeah. big Keith, daddy's money. Keith Kent's money. <clears throat> yeah, Keith. Well, Keith yeah, some of those guys, not all of them, but <laughs> that's an expensive ride for the year. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Even though my mom and dad have you know paid for basically everything. I mean, I bought a few tires here and there, but. I've always worked on everything. Like I've always, you know, worked with them. I've always worked with several stuff. You know, so like I've been handed it. But a lot of these kids, I mean, they get handed this stuff and they just keep destroying it and they just keep getting handed more. Yeah. I mean, if I if I destroyed something, we were out here before. We were out here till three or four in the morning. You know, sometimes all night long from Friday to Saturday trying to yep. get it ready. Yep. Hell, they don't give a shit. They go home, <laughs> pull another car <laughs> down, build a new car in, in an hour, or a few hours, and. Load it up and go again. That's right. Yeah, they go. They go lay in bed, play Xbox stuff on. Yep. <laughs> have the crew, have the crew build it for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why things changed over the years. I mean, there's not many Shane Carlos out there anymore. No, there's not. Yeah. You know that's, what I mean? That's I mean, a hell of a dude there. I mean, Shane Carlos. If some, if something, if you did something wrong, Shane Carlos will come over and tell you you did something wrong. <laughs> Yeah, he might have, he might have been uh, what was Ocala. it Ocala this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I wish I'd have been there. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was uh, uh, fired I, up. I love Jane, dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, oh man, he was. You know, he grew up and you're like, man, that guy's so cool. You know, you know, you're like, oh, you like, they say, don't ever be tried. And he was always somebody like whenever I was gr- growing up, I was like, man, this guy's like really methodical, right? He, he doesn't take too many chances he yeah. always but he always puts himself in the right spot and yeah. man whenever i drank my first beer with st Carlo, i thought man this guy's so cool like holy cow and then we've been <laughs> friends ever since i mean you, you know yeah. something if, and that's the thing like i there's some people i love racing with he's one of them brandon max is another and brady short i mean there's people that i race with that you know they're going to come in there on you but they're going to give you room Yep. Yeah, and that's what I'll you know that's that's what I hope I can teach my kids like you know get people room. I mean, unless, I mean, there's times where you don't. I mean, like there's or there's you can't out in the world that I'm not going to give room to. Yeah, I mean, I'll throw it in there on you. I mean, but <laughs> there's some people. I mean, there's some people that I just can't stand to race with. But um, there's people that I love racing with. Like, you know, like uh, a couple weeks ago, Bloomington. Um, uh, Jordan Kings went in there and got on the base of his Well, I got up early up to the behind. Brady Short had nowhere to go and, you know, kind of hit me. And he came over and he's like, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do it. You know, I'm like, oh, dude, that was all my fault. You know, and it's like, that's, that's the guys you like racing with because you know that, like, they didn't mean to screw up, you know. And it's yeah. Like, eh, it wasn't your fault. Yeah. I mean, you're racing up one of the cars that's dangerous to screw up. Yes. So would you say, like, Shane Cottle is a guy you looked up to or – just somebody you oh, followed yeah, as I mean, you was younger, like. Is there anybody yeah, else? I was up, I was up watching, uh, I mean, my dad, obviously, they're all growing up. But model, Dave Darling, yeah, and Kenny Irwin. I mean, I didn't get up watching as much. I mean, I don't remember as much because I was too young. Whenever he was running like 
major concerns. Like, you know, being that family and still, you know, still talking to that family, you know, that's kind of, that's somebody else, you know, it's like class, you know, I wish that, uh, I would have got to train where you get to know them, you know, but I'm, I mean, I was like five or six years old, whatever, everything happened, but, um, Shane Cotto, yeah, he's always been that guy, right? You know, that yeah. I've always looked up to, been, been friends with since we started, and, um, and I raced with his, uh, his nephew, Colton, since I was five, and, that's been a guy, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he so, took a tough tumble to the hospital, didn't he? Oh, yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, that he was did. that was a bad one. And I forgot about that. They ended up in the hospital that night for yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. That was all the way. And, I, and, and they extended the wall up there, too, and he still got to the to the billboards. Yeah, just think if, man, that really freaking uh, Tom out, because I know that's why he built that shit, because he didn't want nobody flipping out of the ballpark. Yeah. And if he would have cleared that hell, we'd, have, we'd be racing in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Be like Terre Haute and have the big old wall out there. Yeah, hey, you never know. Brady might clear that one too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we've seen a few He's, guys over yeah. the years go over those walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. What's a day in the life of Brandon Morin like? Oh, a day in the life. Oh my. Uh, it depends on when you get me. Uh, right now, I mean, I wake up at five thirty every day for work. We go. I work down at. Uh, for a contractor over there, do some logistics stuff. Um, get off work about whenever I get there. Sometimes I get off about two thirty, two forty-five. Um, come home and uh, run a fall now. So I try to get out with my kids and play some play some ball before they practices or uh, something because my daughter loves baseball and she's actually pretty good at it. Like I was like, holy cow! <laughs> Because we tried soccer with her, she just she she just kind of stood around like, eh, I don't really like this. I'm like, all right, good, I don't like it. Just boring. <laughs> and, uh, which I mean, honestly, baseball is kind of boring unless your kids in it. I mean, or or you're at a baseball game, you know. Um, like listen to them. My dad loves listening to Dodgers games on the radio. I'm like, yeah, hey. I mean, it's cool, you know. Cause, but I'm like, man, I can't sit here and listen to nine innings of this stuff. Like, right. But uh, <laughs> after. You know, after we get down with hitting the ball or whatever, we'll either eat dinner or, um, you know, we'll eat dinner. We, would, we haven't really got out of the like out uh, all the time. And, um, you know, we do that. And then we get, Evelyn um, we get the kids to bed. And uh, I usually come over here and start working on the car or tell get the, uh, my Me and uh, my cousin usually do a lemonade stand together. So we, we're getting get all that ready uh, usually we load up I don't get done with the car you know if I run on fire I don't get done about the time Thursday you know because I dick around all the time yeah and yeah load up and we're ready to go and wake up at 5.30 next morning after 12 o'clock you know like, oh god <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that's, that's, that's really all I mean that's really all we do I mean um, I'm the cooker of the family uh, yeah. Hey. If Dad don't feel like cooking, we're we're heading out. We're welcome, going. welcome to the club. The McDonald's. <laughs> uh, well, since oh, you um, bringing up all those sports, uh, I heard a little rumor that you uh, like to partake in some basketball back in the day. Oh yeah, man. I, I uh, that was that was my sport. It didn't interfere with 
you know, it was always in the wintertime, and um, I did play baseball um, back in, back up until I was a freshman in high school, and I looked at it, and I was like, I don't want to do it no more, getting in the way of racing, because no, baseball, it's like football in Texas. I mean, it's like everybody loves baseball here. It's really good. We won like three state titles. And, um, I just didn't like it, right? But basketball, man, I loved it. Lived and breathed it in the wintertime. And, uh, it was good. I mean, we were, we were, we were okay. I mean, I played all four years of my high school career. And, um, after that, I mean, I didn't go nowhere to play basketball in college. I kind of wish I would have looked at that avenue, you know, because that would have been pretty fun, but obviously I probably wouldn't have raced as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after that, you know, I basically until about, well, you know, probably 2000, graduated in 2014, so probably 2000, 2016 was whenever I started hanging out with Brandon. And he goes, dude, we're doing a, a basketball league at the church. You want to join? Oh, hell yeah. Let's do it, man. <laughs> and, and I didn't know Brandon could play basketball either. You know, yeah. I, mean, I just got to know him. You know, about halfway through that season, and yeah, we used to have a lot of time, a lot of good times. You know, Brandon, Brandon got a hell of a shot and see like, and see a hooper. Hey, he wasn't too bad. I mean, it took him a while to get up the court, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't down under the gold cherry picking, was he? He wasn't. No, he didn't no. stay back and didn't no, play defense and wait for yeah. the ball for a layup. <laughs> Well, that was too far of a run for him. He ended up playing yeah. at the three-point line. Yeah, that was pretty fun. What a late night for that guy, man. Sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, back before, uh, back before, not serious. I mean, they, we used to have some good times together. Yep. So, uh, up in uh, Jasonville, the Sullivan area where you're at, uh, Linton area, what's your uh, what's your guys' go-to restaurant, your food scene like? You know, you're not cooking, you're going out. Where are you going? Well, usually it's fast food for us. I mean, we're usually my kids love McDonald's. I hate it. I hate that they love McDonald's because I love it too. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, no, we can't go to McDonald's all the time because we're going to end up to get 300 pounds. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Supersize me. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, it's hard to pass up a $4 down, Happy Meal. What'd you say? I said it's hard to pass up a $4 Happy Meal for the kids, though. <laughs> it's $6 now. $6 Damn. now. God. Inflation got Damn. that too. Son of a bitch. Yeah, goddamn COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's not just an excuse. They don't really. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not short days, anyhow. Like, you know, uh, but no, we go sit down anywhere. Um, my daughter loves Applebee's. I mean, just absolutely loves it. So we eat anything off the menu, and that's usually where we end up going. Is Applebee's, but that's in Terre Haute. So Applebee's. Go Haute, yeah. So how how far away is Terre Haute for you then? Thirty minutes. Oh, okay, that ain't bad. It's not bad. You ever go up to yeah. Char- Charlie's Pub and uh, Grubbin Pub? I've been there once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like yeah. it? It was pretty good. I mean, the couple times I've been there, it's been. I mean, usually pretty drunk, but it's usually got, pretty good. They got yeah. a sweet back patio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got a sweet patio. That's we're usually a place we we hit when we're there for a race or something. Yeah. But. Yeah. You. The other one that I really love too is Bandana's Barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right off of seventy by the jury. Yep. Yep. Oh gosh, man. We got one. We got one down here in Evansville too. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. For what it is, it's it's a good barbecue yeah, to go mean, out and get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there ain't nowhere else you can get. I mean, I'm gonna call it authentic, right? I mean, it's, yeah. Really yeah. Authentic, <laughs> but, I mean, that's as close as you can get. To sure. Pretty much. Somebody yeah. doing it in their backyard. Yeah. 
Which just so happens that we don't go out for barbecue much because that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you ever, God, when I, my brother lived in Terre Haute now for, he lived in Terre Haute for almost two years and he put me on this place when I'm up there for breakfast called Cackleberries. And that place has Cackleberries? Cackleberries. It's like in the middle of the neighborhood off like, like maybe seventh or eighth. Really? Uh, I've never been there. Yeah. They got, they got awesome breakfast. Uh, right, a well, bunch of like skillets and like you know just just big pile up type deals, but it's it's really good. Well, I'll be damned. I'm gonna have to try that out. I yeah, pretty good. Little I'm neighborhood restaurant there. So since you guys are fast food people and you guys don't go out much, what's your uh, what's your daily dishes like? Oh, what's cooking? Um, we like uh, we do some of those like frozen skillets or uh, big like I call them like a jumble hire because it's basically just a mixture of a whole bunch of shit in like a bag. But uh, I love firing up that grill, man. We yep. love, we love a good steak. Yep, with some little, with some pink in the middle. Some oh pink yeah, in the middle. Yep. What's well, ribeye? Is ribeye the preference? Uh, preferred? Uh, we, yeah, we do. Uh, we do a lot of ribeye. Or, oh yeah. Um, we've done some um, some New York strip. I mean, we've kind of bounced around. We've done all all of it. But, I mean. Yeah, uh, ribeyes. We love ribeyes. I tell you, our our, our latest uh, find—not really latest find—it's been around for a little bit now for us. But uh, we've been doing uh, picanhas, which is uh, the end of a, the end cap of a sirloin, and it's just like a big, like I don't know, probably three or four pounds, maybe. Yeah, you got to get the one with the fat cap on it though, and you grill that up just just kind of slow, but make sure you know you're pulling around one twenty, one twenty five in the middle, dude. It dude, it doesn't get much better than that. Wow, yeah. oh, that's, that's something good. Yeah, so, and so it, it's uh, just one piece of meat too. So I mean, you it's can, like a little roast, but yeah, you just you slice it. It's like a, it's really tender. It is if you like it, like a little pink in the middle. It's mm-hmm. it's about like yeah. a prime rib almost, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, there I ain't mean, no other I, way to eat a steak, is there? No, 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 no. If you if you get it too done, then it's over. <laughs> if you want well done, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I got don't it. don't even come to my house if that's the way you <laughs> want your fucking steak. <laughs> Because you're going to get it with pink in the middle, like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Throw yeah, it in the microwave and cook it the rest of the way if you want. Yeah, that's what yeah. brings the flavor off. Yeah, I ventured yeah. into the sous vide thing. I've talked about it on here a little bit. And, man, when you do that and then you grill it afterwards, like sear the edges, like, man, you think that you like medium rare? Well, medium rare is really rare top to bottom, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's a good way to cook a steak, too. Because you put it in a bag. Yeah. and Yeah, you vacuum seal it in a bag, and then you – I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you basically put it in this, uh, like you put it in a pot, and you have the sous vide like thing in a pot, and it it makes all the water whatever temperature you want the steak. So it circulates the water to like if you want 135 in the middle, it'll circulate all that water to 135, and you drop the bags in, it'll get the steak completely top to bottom 135, and then you just sear it on both sides, done. So wow. Yeah, that kind of sounds about. I mean, I'm not using water. I'm using my oven, but <laughs> I, I put my steaks in the oven for like hey, ten minutes. Yeah, same difference. Yeah, there you go. Get it. Get them to where you want, and then finish them off. Yeah, I get them where they they start getting brown on the outside, and I, yeah, then I get it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, what about barbecue? You guys do any uh, ribs, briskets, butts? No, we chickens. Don't, we don't do a lot of that. If we go get ribs, usually we get it at a sportsman's pub here in Linton. Um. Okay. That's usually where we get ribs at, and they don't have them all the time. So usually, you know, if we go there, they have them. I'm like, oh yeah, ribs. Yeah. So you're from the Linton. They're not the best. They're not the best ones. So you're but, actually in Linton then. Well, I'm in Jacksonville. About ten minutes away. 
Yeah, it's like five or six months away. I mean, so yeah. I used my, to. My dad grew up in Linton. Okay. My family lives in Linton. Half my family lives in Jacksonville. Gotcha. So. I used to do some duck hunting up there at uh, Goose Pond. Oh really? Yeah, I, I did a little bit of that here and there. Um, it's mm-hmm. about an hour drive, so it's it's early mornings when we do that. So I, I try not to. And since my since my youngest has been born, I kind of just stick to the deer hunting stuff now. So. Uh, mm-hmm. duck hunting's kind of out now that's a little bit more time than i want like to spend yeah um, <laughs> but anyway i've been up in your area a little bit i used to go to a gas station up there for breakfast when we go there in the in sanborn i don't know there was a oh, gas yeah, station right. there yeah, the, the blue jay johnson yeah it's it's ran down now i think yeah last time i went by it, the windows were busted out yeah but somebody reopened it and now they're dealing with water and the gas. <laughs> oh fuck! So I'm like, well, I don't know if this guy'll last very long. <laughs> no, that ain't good. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. So, anyway, is there any sponsors you'd like to thank or anything? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, I got to thank my mom and dad. I mean, they've done they've done absolutely everything for me. I mean, they and I know that they'll do the same for my kids. And I mean, I mean, it does pay to be an only child, right? Fuck yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't um, know, but yeah, I've heard. Colin, <laughs> Colin got fucked on that deal. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, but yeah, my mom and dad. I mean, they've done everything. I mean, they've they've sacrificed a lot, and they've they've provided a great life and a great great time for me to go racing. I mean, we've had a lot of fun. Me and my dad. Now, I mean, since we're since we're winding down, we've really started to you know talk about things we love to do. You know, like man, you know, we used to travel to. Montpelier and all these places, and all the good times we had. And, um, actually, there's a funny story real quick behind that Montpelier trip. We uh, we were driving up there, and I was with this girl at the time. My, my mom and dad did not like her, and she was with us. And I started there. I could go up the highway there. There's the Nesquik factories up there, and they got the Nesquik money out there. And I thought, oh, man, that's so funny. And she looked over at me and was like. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and my my dad looked back at me and said, "You only pull a truck over." And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like you know, then, you know, we were like, you know, not together." But I was like, "That's hilarious." You know, just I'm, like I love stories like that. I mean, yeah. Um, that's what that's what I miss the most. You know, I won't be gone, but I mean, racing with all my buddies and you know, having all the good times we had. That's that's the one thing I'll miss about me personally racing. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, you want me to thank people that didn't? Gosh, damn! I do this all the time. I get off on topic. <laughs> no, you're um, good. You're good. <laughs> um, How far away is Montpelier? Oh are you? man, it's it's way yeah. up there, isn't it? Yeah, three, three, three and a half hours. Yeah. Damn, something like that. Basically, Gas City, Coconut, Montpelier, and everyone about the same for Yeah, hopefully that's they get that track going again. again. But it's it's kind of uh, dicey right now, I think. But. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like the Summer Nationals race there. Yeah, they didn't I have. Like, I don't think they even had a pack man. truck there, from what I saw uh, Nick Hoffman put on his Twitter. Yeah, and it rained, and they didn't. They couldn't pack it. So. Uh, yeah, and it was like eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I gotta go to work tomorrow. What right. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, that's. Oh, you guys like late models, don't you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh, I love late models. I wish they were like models a hot stop more. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I love, I love my models. I'm not yeah. racing my models. I, I did race my models. I love watching my models. Yeah. And they are fun. And I grew up with Bobby Pierce and watching all the success that he's had. It's been so cool to watch. And 
Yeah, yeah, he has. Uh, three second places uh, this weekend for him, actually. Yeah, he, uh, he's but, uh, uh, Charlie actually grew up. up Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, who ended up winning last night? I forgot the word. Last night? Yeah. Uh, Tanner English won yep. the past uh, two nights. I figured you were dropping down the port. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the World of Outlaw, the uh, Port Royal, the Lucas Oil, uh, they were running at Port Royal last night. Uh, oh, did they? Earl Pearson Jr. won that. I think Davenport was fourth or fifth, I believe. Uh, Davenport ain't yeah, really. Earl Pearson Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he got a win. He was second on Friday as well. B. Shep won Friday, and then uh, mm. Earl Pearson won last night. Davenport usually just wins or just worries about winning when it's like uh, 50000 100000 <laughs> A million. A million, yeah. yeah. No, no big deal. Just a million dollars. No biggie. Like, That's when you're not going to beat dollars. his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Thornton was second last night. But, uh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So, uh, any other sponsors you got? Uh, yeah. Uh, my uncle that owns Midwest Food, uh, he shopped out a bunch um, here the last two years. And, and my grandma got some of my business. And um, co equipment over here in Jason. Uh, and he bought a trailer for us. Bought a four, three, all done, all done for us then. And, um, man, I know I'm forgetting people. I don't do this very often. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and one of the guys, Stuart, um, he's one of the two guys that goes with us a bunch. And uh, he's been, you know, he used to be out here until three or four or five in the morning. He lives 20 minutes from me. And he, you know, he, he's done a lot for me. I mean, we used to go to the racetrack all the time. Uh, especially at Bloomington, we'd go by ourselves and dad meet us there, you know. He's done a bunch of them. Um, my uncle Brian, uh, he used to go all the time with us and he was so, you know, he knew everything with a car. Everything had a motor. If it didn't run, he'd have a run in 20 minutes. I mean, yeah. it could be a Japanese weed eater to <laughs> an American. It could be a Corvette, you know, he'd have it running. Sadly, he passed away in 2021. And, and that that kind of hit us hard, and that used to be the you know he, my dad let me go with him, like you know he was basically another father to me. Um, he let me go with him, and then after that we kind of just say, hey, we're just going to race together. Um, so yeah, that's that's really about it. I mean, my wife and kids. I mean, my wife does, my wife sacrifices a lot. I mean, she moved down here from Bedford, and I moved up here from Bedford, and yeah. Uh, she sacrifices a lot of time to, l- to let me go racing and uh, live a dream and have fun. And um, She does a lot for us. Um, she might not like it sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> I think she loves me. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> just maybe a smidge. Yeah. It took us about four years, five years to get married. And then I think I got her married. She's like, all right, I guess, we, guess we're stuck to you. I think I love you. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. Now it's going to get worse. You're going to pass on the dream. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, now, now, like, hey, honey, we can't, we can't go out and, um, can't go out to dinner. We gotta, uh, buy the entire, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, I know it's not, um, I know it's not gonna be for you much longer, but, uh, where can people find you on social media to keep up with your daughters or yourself or wherever? Um, yeah, you can find me on, uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, it's Brandon uh, Warren Racing on Facebook and Beat Warren Racing on Twitter. Um, I don't really, I don't really do too much on social media, like on my own personal stuff. I, I let my wife do all the posting with the kids and stuff. I just, yeah, I get tagged in any race. I'm like, here, here's my kids, right? You know, um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's all. Basically, whatever I've done, I'll just 
push it all over to them, and uh, we'll just kind of. I'm excited to see how the racing goes with them. Uh, my daughter, I'm a little skeptical, even though she wants to do it. Um, she doesn't like pain. Yeah. And I have a bad feeling on her first. You know, if she hits the wall or something, she's going to be like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's a girl, so and I'm not. It's, it's harder for me because I'm like, I never was raised around girls, you know, so I was like, I don't know what to do. Hey, like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's like, just go in there and give her a hug, you know, and if I go in there and give her a hug, she's like, get away, I don't want to be with you. And I'm like, I'm right. not. I guess I'm going to go over here and wait for you to get done pouting. But my son, he's 110% all the time. I mean, you know, I have a feeling. He's gonna drive like team is. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Send it, baby. Feeling, you're gonna you're gonna be replaced. Slider darts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Slider darts. Where are you gonna be uh, buying parts or cashing checks? Where are you gonna that's be? Right. Going to be? <laughs> there's not gonna be there's not gonna be a 15th place finish. It's gonna be a uh, a win or in the trailer. Win or uh, flip the dick off pack of performance. I got a really weird feeling. I mean, that's my dad's to see. I mean. <laughs> I bet him on a little electric four wheel going there at the house. And, um, God, he just, he just full blast in that thing. And those little suckers are fast. He, one time he went, went driving to my mom and dad's house, kind of on a hill. And he kept on driving. I mean, <laughs> right down the hill, right into the woods. I'm like, yeah, God, he's like, you know, he's like laughing. The other day, too, he drove off the, uh, he goes off our back porch with his bike and he, uh, he wasn't crying. Like, he, like, looked up the rock, and, well, the bike, the tail of the bike was still up in the air, and it hadn't fallen yet, and it decided to fall right on him. And he was like, oh, you know, he's been crying. And I'm like, oh, it's okay, buddy. You're fine. He goes, oh, I know. I'm all right. I'm okay. You know, I'm like, all right. And he got right back on that. I'm like, okay, we're starting off good with you. you know? That's it right. Me, it takes me a little bit after I flip, you know. Sure. Get going yeah. again. Get sure. your confidence That's back. Like, yeah, like, I could just a couple weeks ago, I flipped and hurt my ankle really bad. The drive strap, you know, everything in the drive strap broke and kept cracking my ankle. And when I was laying there, honestly, all the pressure the race car on my ankle, I didn't feel my leg. Or my ankle. I thought, oh my God, I just, got, I just lost my leg, you know? Uh-huh. So it, took, it took me, uh, like, basically all night at the Bloomington the next week to get comfortable again. I was like, yeah. You know, and I just, I feel that with him, he won't be that way. He'll be like, oh, yeah, we'll still get yep. you know? <laughs> Hell, yeah. Might be good. Maybe maybe he'll be better than you. Yeah. That's right. Well, I hope he is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as long as, hey, like I told my dad, I said, here, hey, we've all of our mistakes. Because my dad didn't race my car really unmodified, so his aspect of setting the car up is a lot different than what you got to do to set car. And it took us a really long time to figure out what, what made me comfortable. And then... I'm like, all right, now we've, we've figured out something. So maybe in 10 or 12 years, whenever we get, if we go to sprint car racing, maybe it won't be so bad to start off. Because in a couple years, man, we were, we were squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> squirrels. Yeah. You got one of those buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, everybody's got something somewhere, you know, so. But yeah, I, I hope we get to go for, I mean, I hope we get to go with, uh, I hope we get to go further down the line. Um, with the kids. I mean, if it doesn't work out, I don't want to race. I'm not going to force them to, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, I mean, my daughter loves going to races. So she goes to races with me. 
sometimes and the things out on my dad while I'm racing, you know, but he's 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 hundred percent. He can't keep concentrated on that stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. Well, I hate to put you on the spot because we we've been doing this lately. We're opening up the questions to the people calling in. So, uh, got any questions for us? Do I got any questions for you? All right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any questions to ask. I'm trying to remember. Um, I know you got. I know he don't like in the sprint car world. <laughs> God, that's that's easy to find. It's, all right, let's say this. C.J. Larry, Justin Grant, Robert Ballou, all get in the fight. Ooh. Who wins? God dang. C.J. Larry. No, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, He's going to ninja the blue dozer. Yeah. And then they're just going to take turns shoving stuff up, up Justin Grant's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> Just I don't whatever. Know. I don't know. I'd say CJ Larry. Yeah. I don't He's know. Got some, he got some ninja moves, I think. <laughs> he does, yeah. He does. He might be some. like jujitsu or something. We don't know about Yeah. yeah he got up. He did get I up. Mean, I was like, holy cow. Yeah, Baloo's a, Baloo's a big guy. So. Yeah, that's that's where I was going um, with it. Maybe maybe Baloo wins because he's go for his guy. knees. Yeah. That's the only yeah. question. Somebody's going to have to kick him in the nuts first and then go for the <laughs> other one. <laughs> Yeah, see, if Blue gets a jump, I feel like he'd be the better one because he's he's a bulkier. I mean, bigger, yeah, he's a bigger he's guy, built like a football player. Yeah, he's he probably is. going to run out of breath after yeah. one swing, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he could get tired quick. I don't know. Uh, that was a good one. We uh, well, we ain't had one of those yet. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, that. One. That was a good one. Any more? You got any more for us? <laughs> what I, well, what I want to say with that is, I wish CJ would have came out with the shirt during the SmackDown. Oh, yeah, he should have. Like I, I saw the other like, ones come out, and I was like. CJ, where you at, bro? You need you need a yeah, shirt. Yeah, I was like hoping it'd say like everybody's coming through fighting into the SmackDown or something, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I saw they needed somebody put they needed. Uh, you remember Hong Kong Fui? He was a little dog. Yeah. Was, they said he needs uh, that guy on his t-shirt, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, that would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was a missed opportunity. Maybe maybe yeah. we're still waiting on it. Maybe it's maybe it's in, hung up in uh, printing or something. I don't could've, know. But yeah, could have been nice. a Stone yeah, Cold Steve Austin shirt. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? I said everything else is taking forever to get someplace. Right, maybe, we're just maybe it's a week behind. Delayed, <laughs> delayed on the t-shirt print, yeah. But, uh, but like I said, whenever you guys first told me, what I mean hating, what Baloo did at the SmackDown after driver intros was the funniest thing. <laughs> the little dozer? <laughs> yeah, whenever we were sitting there, because we were sitting there up in the C9 we just got done with intros and me and Dad were watching. I'm like, holy shit, man, look at him. <laughs> and everybody's laughing their ass out. You know, everybody's like laughing, taking pictures and videos. And stuff. Like, yeah. wow, that's hilarious. I was hoping, Dad, like, I hope that he drives the top where he starts to find it. And, like, I think he's going to hit him or push him off or whatever. I was like, oh, you know, that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. guy, Dad. I tell you what, though, it does, take a, it does take a set of nuts to take something that people were making fun of you on. And calling you a shitty name and taking it to make it your own, but yeah, I guess that's how yeah. nicknames get started. You know, maybe he's not the yeah. Batman no more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Going with the he has embraced <laughs> it. So, I mean, the one thing, like, I mean, I feel like Robert does think he's going to do some stupid stuff, but I do feel like he does have that, like, I'll go talk to you type thing at the racetrack. Sure. Yeah. Over Brady Bacon or Justin Grant, because I feel like those guys always take the fucking social media. Everybody yeah. does now. 
Yep. Which every time I fucked up, I just went over the week after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, the social media thing works out for us because we get to uh, get in on the juicy news of the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been plenty of that this summer. Yeah, there's there been a lot. Been. It's been a lot of fun, actually. All season, really, since yeah. Florida. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there haven't been too much. I mean, Robert was calling out Hunter, Hunter Schoenberg's wife last night on Twitter. Oh, wow. I guess I'll have to go look at that one. Yeah, yeah. It was either, it was either last night or the night before. He was like, "Oh, how does that black flag feel now?" Because he showed a video of uh, taking out Wise at uh, I think Williamsburg, maybe. Yeah. And, yep. um, he's like, "What about what about black flagging for Dirty Driver or something?" I don't know exactly what the tweet said. Or <laughs> I was like, "He's definitely not making any friends this summer." I'll tell you that. Oh fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, so you will be down at Hobstop for the Harvest Cup. Are you coming down for the Hustler? Uh, no, we won't be able to make the Hustler. That's during the, uh, uh, the 17th or? It's yeah, the, yeah, the 18th, 17th. I think. The 18th, yeah. yeah. 18th. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, we can't make that. That's, big, that's one of my, my dad's big festivals. Uh, my, actually, my next race will be uh, the Whatever that Friday is before the Hustler. No, you're right. It was a se- it's the 17th. I'm sorry. On the Hustler. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, the 17th. Because I'm... It's one of my biggest festivals, but my best friend's getting married in October, and we're doing his bachelor party on the 17th there, so uh-huh. that's another reason. But, gotcha. Uh, yeah, we're going to see Leonard Skinner. Did you ever see Leonard Skinner? Where at? What's that? We're going to see Leonard Skinner at the mill in Terre Haute. Oh, you ever oh, see Leonard Skinner? I saw I him. I have not. I, I was underage when I saw him, so I had to run from the cops that night, but I did <laughs> see part of him. <laughs> Is that a true story? It is a true story. Nice. I'll tell you guys that one later. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, I think they've been to Evansville here a few times, but I've never seen them now. Really? uh, Yeah. I've never seen them. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Well, we have a wedding. We have a wedding. Well, me and Charlie have a wedding. Charlie's officiating it. I'm in it. So we won't be at the the hustler either. Me neither, actually. Uh, I thought I was going to. I've been watching from uh, floor racing that night, probably. But we will be at the Harvest Cup. Yeah. yeah, I'll be at the concert, but I'll be watching. Hell yeah. I gotta go to Beer Fest that's, that night. That's nice. the coolest thing about today's world, right? Watching all these races. I mean, like in the summer, man, you could sit down at the end of the and flow racing. There was times where it'd be five or six races that you wanted to watch. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think Blake yeah. was saying. I was talking Friday night, there was like 16 races on. Last Friday, I was on. Like, well, there was really? uh, counting NASCAR and stuff, too, but like on floor racing, there was like. I flipped through there and it said all live. There's like 13 of them at least, 15. Yep. Wow, but yeah, like that was, was last Friday, but yeah, I was talking to Dakota Jackson. I ain't got no freaking monitors. Yeah, I know. We know a guy, Keith Melhauser. He, a uh, buddy of ours, uh, he's he had three monitors, three TVs going uh, Friday night because there was the All Stars, Outlaws, and then. I don't know what the third one he was watching, but he had three races on Friday. Yeah, he was probably watching the late model race, too. Yeah, probably. But definitely uh, pretty spoiled with that stuff now. But Oh, yeah. And, and, it's, up, and I, I really hope that, like, in the future, I hope that it all just goes to one big group. You know what I mean? Like, whatever that group may be, that'd be cool if it was just one big group and you just paid one subscription for all of it. So what would, be, say, what would be your dollar number you'd say yes or no on on that one? For all of it? For all of it. If you get the Outlaws, everything grouped together, USAC, All-Stars, everything, would you pay six or $700 a year for that? Well, what is it for Dirt Vision for the year? Is it like 300 Yeah, 200 Yeah. And it's 150 for Flow for the year. 
Yep. I would say that my number would be 500. I think that's, I mean, I feel like there'd be a lot more people buy it at 500. You would, I, I mean, you're, you're actually making money then because, I mean, if you went to all those races, you're spending, what, 30 bucks a pop to go to a race? Mm-hmm. You're going to get to, what, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 races, less than 20 races. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to get 20 races in a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I, I would hope that one day somebody that has a billion-dollar checkbook says, I'm going to put all these together, and we're going to have top, top-notch equipment, and <laughs> we're going to have a pre-race show before every, you know, Fuck yeah, it would like, be. For like ESAC and the All-Stars, you know, like actual series races. I mean, because, you know, there's local connection on there, but like actual series races. It'd be cool as hell if there was like an actual 15 or 20 minute pre-race show. Fuck yeah. Like, maybe it wasn't can... broadcasted throughout like the whole race facility, but it was just broadcasted on flow or I whatever think, it would be called. I think you need to you need to get this group together and then have us do the pre-race show. <laughs> well, it's somebody, yeah, that'd be cool as hell. Mm, such a beautiful sound. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> we actually we actually got these new headsets where it's got the mic built in, so we actually can take them to the track now. So I think we might try to do a little pre race, like Will's podcast or something, do something there uh, at least. That, you guys would look official as hell. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, we'll see where where that goes if it ever happens. But something yeah, we've if you about. find if if you find somebody with that billion dollar checkbook, I'll We'll do. I'll sign it for him. We'll get, we'll we'll get you in the loop. <laughs> yeah, we'll so, keep you in the loop. Yeah, we'll we'll be looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, Always looking for ways to make money. Right, That's right. We'll see you at uh, Hobstad in October. Yeah, yeah. Are you coming out for Labor Day or no? You're not coming out for Labor Day race. No, no okay. I'm not going to do that because right. I got we got a big lemonade spot that me and my cousin run over at Palisade North. Okay, the rodeo over yep. there. I'll be at the rodeo. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, yeah, girlfriend, her and her family are big into that, and her sister lives like her sister actually works at Palestine Elementary. And uh, anyway, oh, wow. she's into the uh, they're all into rodeo stuff, and they live like 30 minutes away. So, uh, oh, wow. we're yeah, gonna we, uh, we'll uh, be uh, I'll be there Saturday. Oh, cool, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, my mom and dad have been over there for years with the ice cream trailer. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to stop by and pay you a visit. Yeah, we'll be right beside. Them. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. We There's no lemonade there except for us. So I'm hoping. But <laughs> I give my mom and dad do with the ice cream. I'm like, well, I think lemonade would be a lot better. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything to make yeah. more money, right? That's right. Yeah. City. Um, I kind of like that place. Um, it's good and bad. Yeah. Because there's a lot of rocks. Well, last year, I didn't ever know this year, but last year there was a lot of rocks in that respect. Where at? Circle City. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate getting hit with rocks. Yeah, that's uh, no good. Um, I think Circle City and then uh, probably run like uh, Terre Haute. I think Terre Haute races the following Friday with USAC. Yeah. Uh, and then. Um, yeah, that sounds right. And then I think USAC runs Lawrenceburg on the 1st, maybe. Yeah. Or whatever that Saturday, first Saturday yep. is of October. Yep. Yeah, it's the, I think that's yeah. it. And then I think there's, there's a couple, I think we're going to get probably five, five more, I think, is what we kind of would Gotcha. Uh, oh, yeah. We're going to catch you on your last one then. That's right. Last one. We'll make it a party. We'll make it a fun time. So, well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make sure we have some food for you. We'll have a smoker going probably or something. And uh, some going. Yeah. even if we're not doing it for a thing, we'll, we'll, we'll at least have a smoker rolling for some food and, 
we'll plan on having a few beers with you for your last race. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we'll see. Well, we'll I'll see you at uh, Palestine next week, maybe. So That's right. Yeah. If you stay late enough, we'll just start drinking then. Okay. <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a deal to me. That's right. I mean, what we'll do is we'll, we won't put Miller Light in the, in the cooler. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> but, but see, uh, I can drink anything. That's the thing. I don't. I don't drink a bunch. I mean, because ever since I had kids, I, I just don't drink a bunch. We don't go. I mean, we used to go out all the time, but we just only time I drink now is either whenever I'm here at my mom and dad's or driving home. Yeah. Did I say that? Shit, I wasn't driving home. <laughs> riding, riding home. Riding home. Yeah, okay. You're, you're riding, so- riding home. Right? Riding shotgun. <laughs> riding shotgun. All right. You watch drive. Yeah. I'll yeah, say that. My dad doesn't drink either. He on the way home. He just, I just, I, I. Pour it out of his mouth. He's not drinking it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Good right. times, though, man. Good Hell times. yeah. Well, sure. I appreciate the time, and uh, we'll let you go, and I'll probably see you next weekend, and we'll see you in October. All right. And good luck at your next few uh, the rest of the season. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank You're you. Welcome. Appreciate the time, man. Yep. All right. We'll Such see Such a you. beautiful sound. Such <laughs> a beautiful sound. <laughs> All right. We'll see, see you, guys. See ya. And that was Brandon Morin, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome guy. Can't wait to uh, get with him later this year. You know, it's uh, kind of a bummer. It's the end of his career racing, but he's bringing a new generation to racing, and uh, glad to have him on. Glad to catch him uh, while we can. Got a lot of stories in those uh, Got a lot of 10, stories. 12 years. That's right. He does. He does, and we'll probably hear a few more from him, so – uh other than that thank you brandon and uh i i don't have anything else to say uh nah, i'm out you're out i've always got just a little bit extra to say let's hear it charlie peace, peace out, out motherfuckers, motherfuckers.